What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, everyone. This is Sandman. This week I found a news story covering the opinions of author Sarah Bessie and why she believes that Jesus was a feminist. Her book, Jesus Feminist, was released just last week. And I haven't had a chance to read it, but I'd still like to talk about it. Back in my teenage years, I was a Christian and I took my faith very seriously. If anything, I always saw Christ as a man going his own way. Bessie's argument is that Jesus cared about women and that's what ultimately makes him a feminist. Again, I haven't read the book, so I don't know how she builds her argument. But in her interviews, she often emphasizes this particular point. Personally, I think that's not enough to make him a feminist. As a man, I go out of my way from time to time to help women. Does having empathy and care for women make me a feminist? Certainly not. I feel that she is trying to sensationalize and attract women to feminism, by using outrageous claims and tying them into religion. And although her argument is flawed, it still gets attention, and I'm sure a lot of women will buy her book in order to feel better about themselves. I think it's more important for me to focus on why I believe that Christ was actually more of a man going his own way instead of a feminist. In fact, I think he kind of fits somewhere in between. First of all, it's quite obvious that his 12 disciples were all men. If he was truly a feminist, why didn't he include at least one woman in his inner circle? He also wasn't involved in any romantic relationships throughout his life. And he even went as far as to convince at least one of his followers to abandon his own wife. That's right, St. Peter, one of his disciples, ended up running off with Christ to seek God in the wilderness, thus leaving his wife alone to take care of the family duties and responsibilities. A man leaving a woman helpless to take care of the household on her own, doesn't sound very feminist to me. And back then, a family without a man was vulnerable to extreme suffering and death. For Jesus to ask Peter to leave his family behind would have been a very, very selfish thing to do. Christ was also practicing passive resistance and teaching others instead of preaching to them. These are the foundations of the MGTOW philosophy. Christ was an educator and not a preacher. Yes, he was promoting certain principles for living, But people sought him out, and he didn't have to advertise. My experience is that feminists are oftentimes very rude and very direct and get into your face. MGTOW philosophers, on the other hand, value free will and rational thinking. The true mass appeal of Christ is that he fits somewhere between the red pill and the blue pill worlds. By profession, he was a carpenter, which is traditionally a male role that is disposable. And his death on the cross was the ultimate symbol of male disposability. His death promotes the idea that the most noble thing a man can do for others is to sacrifice himself 
or give up his own life for them. This contradicts the idea that he was going his own way. His behavior between going his own way and looking after the interests of others is kind of contradictory. He advocates that men should stay single and unmarried if they have the stomach for celibacy. But if they don't, then they should get married. To me, this validates traditional family values and MGTOW values. It appeals to both types of men. But a celibate man is to love God, and a married man is to love his wife. So either way, a man becomes disposable to the church or disposable to his wife and family. He is never allowed to follow his own way under Christianity. In fact, men are the most disposable under Christianity. Christianity created the Dark Ages because it destroyed men's collective self-esteem. They couldn't do anything for themselves. Everything they did was for their families and for God. There was no room left over for any kind of individuality. Any self-determinism was considered selfish, and it would have made you the target for inquisitions and witch hunts. Christ had already saved everyone, so there wasn't much left to do. Life on earth became secondary to the afterlife. So collectively, men felt that their efforts on this earth were in vain. The Dark Ages were really the Dark Ages for the hearts and minds of men in Europe. They were robbed of purpose, dignity, and self-determination under Christianity. So maybe Christ was a feminist after all. Maybe he was there to destroy the self-esteem of men and make them feel like they weren't good enough. Men want to provide and satisfy others. And Christianity tells men that they will never be good enough and that they will always be corrupt and self-centered, even though men's lives have traditionally been centered around others. It wasn't until the age of reason and the enlightenment that men's collective self-esteem came back to a point where they started caring about their own circumstances again. Scientific progress and greater knowledge led men out of the dark ages and they felt like they could accomplish things again for themselves. It's no coincidence that in the last 50 years, as men have freed themselves from the church, feminism has risen. Free men are dangerous to the existing hierarchy and represent a threat to the 1% alpha males that run and own our society, and the women that worship them. Feminism promotes a twisted version of polygamy, where 80% of the women worship 10% of the men in our society, and the rest of the men have to be subjugated so that women, children, and alpha males can get their way. Christianity did that job of subjugation well for many centuries, and now it is being replaced by feminism. So Christ was a feminist after all. Maybe feminism has taken the symbolic torch of male oppression away from the church and adopted it for its own sick and twisted use. The only way men can be free of, bo of both is to rebuild their self-esteem, understand their true worth, and change family dynamics and family law. This will require that we fight against our impulses to be sacrificial lambs waiting for the slaughter. The anger towards the patriarchy is due to the fact that women don't really want to share power with men. If the MGTOW man can tear down the church and feminism, then men will be more free. The fear of the patriarchy is that if men realize how they've been oppressed from the beginning of time, then they might rise up and create the true patriarchy. And that's what women and alpha males are really afraid of. A large mass of men that know the truth behind their own historic role as an oppressed class, and they will rise up against the state and the women and push their own rights and freedoms ahead of everything else. 
This is what feminists truly fear. Thanks for listening to another one of my thought experiments. Until next time, stay single and enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.